if you've never put a toe up a butt, I highly recommend it. Welcome back to Good in Bed, the only sex news show hosted by this anxious Jew. That's me, Ariel Kaplan. This week in sex news, new psychology study uncovers the romantic consequences of poor sleep quality. They say you shouldn't go to bed angry with your partner, but what if you're angry because you're not sleeping? Hmm. New research reveals the consequences of poor sleep quality on your romantic relationships. Recently published in the Journal of Social and Personal Relationships, tired, angry, and unhappy with us, poor sleep quality predicts increased anger and worsened perceptions of relationship quality. Yikes. Researchers conducted three studies to see how short-term differences in sleep quality relate to people's emotional states and subsequently their perceptions of their relationship. In the first study, 209 adult couples took the Pittsburgh Sleep Quality Index survey to self-report their sleep quality over the last month. The survey explored the following aspects of sleep duration, sleep disturbances, and sleep dysfunction. Then the couples also answered questions that measured their perceptions perceived relationship quality. The results showed a significant correlation between poor sleep quality and lower perceived relationship quality. Participants who weren't sleeping well had less positive views of their relationships. In the second study, this was a longitudinal study with married couples from Chicago. The researchers found worse sleep quality predicted more feelings of anger and feeling angry was associated with lower sleep quality. So it's kind of a vicious cycle. After the third study, which I just don't think anybody cares to listen to, the study concluded that poor sleep was associated with more feelings of anger, distress, and less positive affect. Poor sleep exacerbates anger, and this anger likely leads to negative perceptions of people's romantic relationships, less intimacy, love, satisfaction, trust, passion, and commitment. Before you break up with your partner, just sleep on it. What if all of the terrorists are just like super tired? Maybe they just need to take a nap. Go to bed. Women's health app Flow launches feature for partners. Flow for partners, as it is called, gives your boyfriend insights into your cycle and menstrual slash reproductive health. Flow for Partners also gives your partner tips on periods and pregnancy, explanations of symptoms, and advice on how to support partners, and best of all, quizzes. I checked out the app online. There were some like preview images. One of the features is touted as, he'll know when your sex drive might be high, and we'll explain your cycle in a way he understands. That is funny. They really need to dumb it down for men. Hashtag not all men, but hashtag like a lot of men. The Flow app has found that 60% of women feel their partners don't know shit about their periods. They conducted another survey with 1,800 men ages 18 to 50 in the UK. Over half of participants didn't know how long the cycle was. And 52.8% also didn't know how periods can affect mental health. To share Flow for partners with your partner, you just send them this code. Don't worry, you can remove a partner whenever. I'm super interested in this app. My boyfriend said he would download it if I sent it to him, but it's $37 a year or $29.99 in pounds. And I guess it's not so much, but do I really need that? Sex toy company Unbound is at it again. And by that, I mean revealing Meta's sexist ad policies. 
It is notoriously hard to advertise female sex tech online. In 2019, Dame, another sex toy company, sued the MTA over rejected subway ads. That same year, Dame and Unbound, they're like an iconic couple, they partnered to make a quiz which asks users to guess which ad was blocked or approved by Meta. No surprise, when it was a women's sex toy, it was rejected. If it was about erectile dysfunction, it was approved. And I don't know if you New Yorkers have noticed how fucking horny the subway ads have gotten. They're all like dating app ones. And I've been taking pictures of them and not really compiling them in a folder. So maybe I can find those one day, but LOL. I actually protested outside of Meta's offices. I think it was in probably 2019. We were protesting their policies. It was pretty cool. And what are those policies you ask? Currently, ads must not promote the sale or use of adult products or services. Ads promoting sexual and reproductive health products or services like contraception and family planning must be targeted to people 18 years or older and must not focus on sexual pleasure. But ads for erectile dysfunction from companies like Hims do contain explicit language and body parts. Last year, in October 2022, Meta revised its policies to include products that address the effects of menopause and pain relief during sex. So this is kind of a new update. And now, as I mentioned, Unbound is back at it again with a new campaign to expose Meta's policies by building a men's fitness brand to examine how discriminatory policies affect a brand's ability to advertise on social platforms. Unbound created Thunderthrust, a comically hyper-masculine fake brand, and they use the same products as I'm bound, but they were in like black and white and just very hyper-masculine fitness brandy. Comically hyper-masculine fake brand, okay? So their Ollie wand vibe, which is a magic wand basically, was framed as Thunder Thrust's recovery massage tool crafted with multi-speed precision and intensity patterns engineered for power. Thunder Thrust delivers rapid fire recovery. So it was an image of a very muscular man holding the sex toy. For their squish product, it looks like that um that like marshmallow tire character, you know? You guys know what I'm talking about? Like at Costco? Is it at Tosco? Whatever. The toy itself is something that you, like the harder that you squish on it, the more it vibrates. When I had the first iteration of it years ago, it didn't, I didn't really love it. It wasn't as, it was, it was not intense enough for me, but they have newer versions now, which I'm sure are great. Thunder Thrust's ad for this framed squish as a tension grip tool. Take what's yours. So all of these ads went through, which just shows how sexist Meta is. And if you want to tell Meta and the Federal Trade Commission, FTC, to fuck off and change their ad policies, sign the Stop Censoring Sexual Health petition, which I will probably link. No, I will definitely link in the description box. Customers won't stop donating used sex toys to Barnado's, a UK thrift store. What a buzzkill. In a public statement, Barnado said, Could those of you who kindly donate please be mindful that we are a children's charity? And as such, we have a range of ages on our wonderful volunteer team. We therefore ask that you refrain from donating your used and unused marital aids. So that's a silly thing. I wonder why people are doing that. But I'm sure what you're wondering is what the fuck do you do with used sex toys? Your friends aren't going to want them. At least my friends don't want mine, even if I clean them, which I find kind of offensive. 
there used to be this company called Squeaky Clean Toys that was like the depop of dildos, but it closed down. You could resell on Reddit or Craigslist. That's kind of shadier. Come As You Are is a Canadian sex toy recycling company that provides a prepaid mailing label for silicone and ABS plastic toys. ABS is just like the type of plastic. Eden Fantasy's Revive program gives a 15% discount on new toys to people who recycle their sex toys. It does cost $5 to get a packing slip and shipping is not included, but whatever. While I was researching what to do with the toys, I also came across whatprank.com. This is a website that does mail pranks. You can send secondhand sex toys, except it's not really that at all. The outside package says secondhand sex toys, seasoned and sanitized subscription box with a picture of a, a butt plug on it. But inside of the package, it's just a cardboard roll that says you've been pranked. For an extra $10, you can opt to include a squishy micro penis or an annoying glitter tube. There are words, not mines. A great gift for the holidays. My best recommendation is to sell your toys on OnlyFans. And if you want to subscribe to my OnlyFans, it's don't look at me 613. Just go to my Instagram bio at Horgasmic and you'll find the link there. Thanks for coming. No Nut November? Hashtag just say no, no, not November. It's the worst month of the year to have a penis. Hashtag no, not November. Actually, I don't have to say hashtag. No Nut November is a Reddit-based challenge that encourages young men to abstain from nutting for 30 days. Its roots trace back to the NoFap community, which is mostly of cisgendered heterosexual incels. More on that later. Who love talking about how they don't jerk off. And they present it as a tool for curing depression, quitting addictions, getting a girlfriend, and regaining masculine power that has... I guess been stolen from them. NoFap was founded in 2011 by Alexander Rhodes. He saw this study from 2003 that claimed that men who didn't jerk off for a week experienced a 145.7% spike in testosterone levels. This study was debunked in 2021, but the NoFap subreddit still has 1.1 million members. Who are the NoFappers? They're mostly sad, lonely souls with porn addictions, who are far-right, misogynistic, racist, anti-Semitic pieces of shit who largely overlap with Proud Boys. They spearhead campaigns to eliminate the pornography industry, calling to kill all pornographers, which they think happens to be run by the global cabal, aka Jews. And I will say that there are a lot of Jews in the porn industry, but like, you're welcome. Is there any research that backs up the claims that abstaining from masturbation can be beneficial for men? No, you silly, sad people. Coming is good for you. It releases happy chemicals like oxytocin and dopamine. It improves your sleep and can actually decrease a man's risk of prostate cancer. According to a 2016 study, Men in their 20s and 40s who jerked off more than 20 times per month were less likely to be diagnosed with prostate cancer than those who only nutted four to seven times a month. Abstaining from masturbation does not lower men's testosterone levels. And you know how men are always like, oh yeah, I'm not going to nut before I play basketball because because I'm a silly, silly boy. It does not help you perform better in sports. But sex experts say that if you feel like 
not nutting is good for you. If you if you genuinely feel like you're more clear headed, do your thing. What I really think is the problem is that men are watching too much porn. And I don't have studies to back this up off the top of my head. But I do think that porn affects men and women very differently. The no, not November, it, what it, the benefits are not coming from not coming. The benefits are probably coming from not watching porn and, you know, breaking your addiction. So this November, what do we say all together? Just say no, no, not November. The first AI sex toy allows users to masturbate using only their mind. I was so excited when I saw this headline in the New York Post. But unfortunately, ladies, this is only for men. Brian Sloan, who created the male masturbation sleeve called Auto Blow, created an EEG electro, I can't pronounce this word, headset that measures spontaneous electrical activity of the brain called the Auto Blow AI plus. So you put on this EEG headset and the the auto blow device onto your penis and it all connects to Wi-Fi and the headset judges your brain waves to speed up or slow down its stroking motion. And it also has this finish me feature. Finish him. It induces orgasm when brain signals show a desire to climax. I'm very interested in how this works because doesn't our brain always want to climax this isn't likely to hit shelves anytime soon because it's too uncomfortable and also scary 2024 dating trends baby let's get into it match group company and dating app plenty of fish released its annual list of dating trends earlier this month almost 6,000 u.s members were polled in this survey in august 2023 they were all over 18 years old 52% were men and 48% were women. That's cool. Usually you have more women in studies like this. And does anyone listening use plenty of fish? I'm actually surprised they're still around. I think dating trends are dumb and these ones are particularly dumb. So let's run through them. Number one, Riz colored glasses, a play on rose colored glasses. This is when individuals are drawn into relationships with charismatic and charming people. Okay. Like someone who's wooing you. Shouldn't we all be charismatic and charming? 52% of singles are attracted to Riz, Rizma, and 43% are falling for someone's Riz only to realize they're surface level people. What the fuck? That is silly. Silly, stupid, and lame. Next, cannon bailing. Plenty of Fish describes this as cultivating your identity outside of a relationship. 32% of singles knows someone who has cannon bailed to focus on their own identity. This is just not being in a codependent relationship. That's great. 32% seems kind of low though. That's that's not great. You've heard of BDE. Well, get ready for VBD. Vision board dating. Manifesting shit is all the rage as it has been forever. But this isn't really about manifesting. VBD is about changing your dating app location to somewhere you might want to move to. 23% of singles have experienced, quote unquote, experienced someone editing their application to somewhere else. Tinder has always had this function. It's called the like passenger flight 
passport. Yeah, the passport function. It's really annoying when you match with someone who isn't actually there. But the idea of this is, you know, if I'm in New York and I want to move to LA and so I set my dating apps to LA, they're opposing using quote unquote therapy speak, which is overusing, mislabeling clinical terms and language to describe certain behaviors. 33% of singles know someone who has theraposed and Gen Z sees this the most with 42%. That's because Gen Z is the digital generation and Instagram and TikTok is filled with graphics and videos that make everyone think that they have ADD. You don't have ADD unless you do. (laughs) You never know. Can't keep track of your hair ties? You have ADD. No, bitch. No, you're just a woman. You've heard of TMI. Well, get ready for PMI, premature intimacy. It's not what you think. 65% of singles experience oversharing too quickly. Trauma bonding? All I do is PMI. If I'm not PMSing, I'm PMIing. The last one is crypt ick. Getting the ick from someone you're dating because they're obsessed with one topic. Maybe this comes from crypto, like crypto bros. I don't know. But one third of singles experience the crypt ick. These are horrible, horrible dating trends. It's not even a trend. It's just like, uh, this is just dumbass nonsense. The crypt ick. Maybe you need a hobby. Maybe you should become obsessed with a topic. All I talk about is Judaism and sex. And sometimes people do tell me that it's a little much. But you know what? I have ADD. I bought a new clit sucker at Target a couple days ago. And I used it today with my boyfriend. And it was nice. It wasn't the strongest clit sucker that I've ever used. It's from a a new-ish company called Cake. I got a new clit sucker yesterday. And I used it with my boyfriend today. And it was pretty good. It's from this new-ish company called Cake. It's definitely not one of the strongest clit suckers I've used, but it did the job. And my boyfriend actually really liked it on his dick, but it was too much for his balls. So just keep that in mind. I hope he's okay with me sharing all of this. Last episode, I said I needed to discuss it with him. And then I told him that I said that, but he didn't say anything back. So I'm just going to fuck around and find out, I guess. Anyway, even though this cake clit sucker wasn't the strongest, it actually might be a good thing because sexual health experts have reported seeing hundreds of users in the past year complain that they can't orgasm without their clit suckers. Sexologist Angel Guilen, I think her name is pronounced, says overusing clit suckers can result in lost sensitivity in the clit because they produce a high blood flow which overstimulates the clitoris. She says the satisfier in particular, which is kind of like this century's magic wand, can cause habituation, which means our body gets used to the sensation and no longer produces the same effect kind of like drugs. Beatriz Guerrero, vice president of Sexcuela Asociación, says sex toys concentrate a lot of pleasure immediately and that can make our brain get used to the instant reward and become lazy. So we keep reaching for the clit sucker. Clit sucker girls know this to be true. And this has always been a question and, and concern for women who use these toys that they can't come with their partners without the toy. 
they're desensitizing them. They're afraid that they're going to burn their clit off. And you know, it is a concern. So what can you do? What can a clit sucking girl do? Dr. Ruth, if you guys don't know her, Google her. I'll Fine, I'll tell you. She was slash is uh, America's most iconic sex therapist. She's 95. Dr. Ruth has always advocated against coming with sex toys. She says that you should use them right up until you come and then just manually finish yourself off so you don't get that dependency on it. Other sexologists agree not to use clit suckers as your only source of stimulation. So just reduce the frequency of use and lower the power. I know that's super, super hard to start. But I think especially if you're going to, let's say, if you're preparing for a booty call or you know you're going to be visiting someone that you're going to be intimate with, try not to use the toy. Just use your fingers and take it slow, you know? And by the way, for any men listening or penis havers, the Satisfier company invented Satisfier Men 1, which is a masturbation sleeve with a pump feature. The same concerns can arise with masturbation sleeves. Pretty self-explanatory, although I told someone about this and they were like, what's that? A masturbation sleeve is, it literally just looks like a sleeve and sometimes it has ridges in it and it, and you put it over your, the cock and it just, you know, you rock out with your cock out. I used it once on an ex and he came so quickly, <laughs> but right after he came, he was like horrified. It's kind of like when people joke or not joke, but I never, certainly never feel this way where right immediately after coming, when you watch porn, you feel all that sexual shame. If you're interested in learning more about sexual shame and masturbation, listen to the last episode. We didn't know how to clean the sleeve, so we just threw it out. I think he was disturbed by how much he enjoyed it. I've been having kind of a hard time coming lately. I went to see a chiropractor while he was fixing me up. He said my body was completely fucked up, and I agree. My hip was out of place. My pelvic bone was out of whack. He said that I was going to start feeling better on my periods. And I'm like, what do you mean? I had been experiencing really painful periods for like the first two days. And he said it had something to do with how my pelvic bone was placed. And after seeing him, when I had sex with my partner, this sex was so much fucking better. I could just feel him way more deeply. It was wild. So if you're having period pain or if you feel like you're you're less sensitive to pleasure than you used to be, maybe you need pelvic floor therapy. I'm going to start when I go back home. Maybe see a chiropractor. All right, y'all. Thank you so much for listening to Good in Bed. Please kindly write a review, rate five stars. If it's less than five stars, just come and talk to me. You don't got to leave it like that. If you have a sex question you would like me to answer, give you my thoughts on, please email goodinbedpod at gmail.com. Follow goodinbedpod on Instagram. I like saying cunt. No, I don't like saying cunt, but I like that See you next Tuesday because episodes are released every Tuesday. I like that it spells cunt. Cunties. No, that's not going to be your guys' name. Let me know if you're listening. 
how I can improve. It should be constructive feedback because I am sensitive. Tune in next week for the latest in sex headlines. See you next Tuesday. Okay, thanks. Love you. (laughs) 